1: You
2: are listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for being here today. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer. I'm a producer. I'm the youngest sister. And today our, our question is, what's your least favorite and most favorite holiday activity?
1: Liz, what do you think? Okay, this is Liz. I'm in Santa Monica. My least favorite is every year I buy like a little live tree and from Harry and David or someone. And I promise that this is the year I'll keep it alive, that uh, you know, I'll be able to use the same tree the next year. And I never have once successfully kept the little tree alive. So it's, uh, So it's just the drama, the emotional drama of trying to make that decision every year. Is this really gonna be the year I will successfully keep my tree alive? But you know what I love about Christmas? I am just a big fan of sleigh bells. I think no matter how silly it sounds in Southern California, I just think there's something super festive about the sound of sleigh bells. So I'm going with that as my favorite thing. Okay, okay. All right. Jewel. Hey, this is Julie. I'm in Dallas, Texas. I'm the oldest sister
0: and I hate to gift wrap. Uh, oh. I don't mind buying the gifts. Oh gosh. I hate to gift wrap. Oh, terrible, terrible. Here's the thing I love to do. I love to sing Christmas carols. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? I know a lot of the words to a lot of Christmas. <laughs> Okay, that's I, impressive. i might be the best in the family, or certainly among the sisters. Now I have no voice, but I certainly love to sing all kinds of Christmas carols. There you go. Confirmed. How about you? Yeah, we're going to give you that title then, if it's important to you, your <laughs> Christmas caroler.
2: <laughs> there you go. No one is vying for
0: that. Good. Okay. I okay. And so, what Liz is uh, Christmas tree <laughs> forester is that? What she <laughs> is?
2: Okay. okay. So my my most favorite least favorite a, a, a revolver around the tree like. I, I don't really like putting up the tree or taking down the tree, but mm. I certainly love looking at the tree. I, I love know. looking at the okay. tree. It makes me mm-hmm. so happy when it's up with the lights on, plug it in first thing in the morning. I just get a lot of joy out of smelling the tree, yes. looking at the tree. So this is funny because we put it up this weekend and we always get a, a tree from um, my son's high school. They do a fundraiser and it's the best deal. You just pay one price. They get a whole truckload of trees. They bring them down from Oregon and you pick them up in the, in the parking lot. So it's not exactly (laughs) winter fest, but it works for Southern California. So we pulled in with our tree this weekend on top of our car. And I got the funniest text from my neighbor, Kevin. He has an adorable five-year-old son, Nathan. And apparently he had been telling Nathan that, Oh no, in California, no we just we just take our trees out of the garage from boxes they're plastic <laughs> we don't i know you've seen all those ads and movies but no 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 one puts trees on their car so when we pulled in with the tree on top of our car he was like wait a minute dad
0: <laughs> they- <laughs> See, it's a slippery slope this whole christmas season thing right yes it's just li-
1: lying to your children about christmas <laughs> yes it's, it's, it's So I said, Kevin, if
2: you, I know it's complicated, but if you'd like me to come over and tell Nathan where real Christmas trees come from, I can do that. I've raised two (laughs) boys. So (laughs) anyway, all right. Today on the show, we're going to get a little more Christmas on the show. Liz was in NYC. It's the best time of the year to be there. We're going to hear about her trip and the Broadway shows and what the city look like. We also have details on our holiday wrap parties. So that's exciting. Uh, we have a lot of news happening. We have uh, an international news roundup. Liz has an update on Tiger Woods vis-a-vis Liz Dolan. Uh, we have um, I have an investigative report from BuzzFeed, and those are always very powerful. And this <laughs> is uh, things real hairdressers want you to know. So you're going to want to stay. With oh, that. I'm, I'm going to
0: take notes on that. Liam.
2: Yeah. And then, Julie, you have some sort of um, crime buster candle story, don't you? <laughs> Wait till
0: you hear this. Waity, okay. we've been missing out on something huge and I'm going to let all the Satellite Sisterhood know about it today. Yeah.
2: All right. And we have uh, entertaining sisters as well. So we have a full show for you today. Um, Liz, though, how was the big trip?
1: Yes, it, it, was it was so great. Last week on the show, I told you that I was going to New York to see some friends, that I had some theater tickets. But, you know, I made this decision in June because in June, There were three things I thought, Okay, number one, uh, my leg will be all better by December. So number one, number two, COVID will be totally under control. And number three, Broadway would be open. Um, Sadly, only the third item on that list turned out to be (laughs) true. But but I went anyway, I went anyway, because what are you going to do? We we have to celebrate something. And this was going to be my Christmas celebration. So I was staying uh, with a friend. Uh, She also had a recent cameo on Cooking with Liz. So people might have seen Judy in her cameo. But she lives up at 110th street up near the Columbia University campus. So I got in Friday night, had a quick turn around because we were meeting three other college friends for dinner down on uh, 43rd Street. So there was a lengthy discussion about how to get there, given the situation with old lefty and New York. um, If we have new listeners,
2: Liz, they might not know you injured your leg. You oh, injured yeah, yeah. your leg oh, pretty badly. Point. I just yeah. want to remind people every okay. once in a while we have a new listener. So yeah. that's who okay. old lefty is Liz's yeah. leg that she's been rehabbing <laughs> for a year.
1: Right. At right. the beginning of the year, I injured, you know, I broke my leg and my knee and it, it's healing, but super slowly. Um, anyway, so, you know, New York, it's all about the walking, which yeah. is, you know, it was yeah. still a little sketchy for me. So we debated, you know, the uh, taxi, Uber, taking the subway, but we just I was feeling good. I was feeling like I'm in New York. I'm going going to do it so we decided to take the subway okay uh, which meant walking down a set of well first of all walking to the subway walking down a set of stairs getting on the subway walking up a set of stairs walking that that i that we would take the subway that i would not bring a backup crutch it would just be me and my own two legs and then that i was really going to go for it and instead of wearing sneakers i put on my silver snakeskin boots that have heels (laughs) wow wow I was feeling good, feeling really good. So, so here's what we did. So we, we left uh, Judy's apartment. It's like half a block to the subway. So that seemed like totally doable. That was doable. But then I made it down three steps of the staircase into the subway. And I'm like, okay, the real, the real error here was wearing the boots that if I had sneakers on and no heel at all. Anyway. So I made it. (laughs) three steps i'm like nope no can do i'm not going to do this so we bailed got in a taxi and so that seemed like um you know a fail but then the taxi tour uh you know new york at the holidays it's like super crowded which means the traffic is super packed and moving very slowly but as a result and our cab driver inexplicably decided to drive down Fifth Avenue, which is the most crowded street in New York. Right. So we did. We did the whole taxi. Oh, nice. It was yes. perfect. Okay. I, mean, I thought you were
0: going to say you got in a horse drawn carriage. Uh, but it seems like the slow moving taxi, you know, maybe you saw all the lights and. Exactly. All the
1: OK, yes. Sounds good. could not exactly could not have planned it better. Slow rolled down Fifth Avenue. We saw the tree. We saw the lights. We saw the store windows. We heard the sleigh bells. It was, it was fantastic. So that was a fail that turned into a big win. So yay for the spirit of Christmas. Then this is the first time, I'd, the three friends we were meeting, it's the first time I'd seen them since the before times. And for one of them, it's the first time she's been out at all. And oh. uh, like in a public place inside in a public place. She's had long really? co- she's had long COVID. And so oh. it's been like a super rocky uh, time for her. So it was so delightful. We literally closed down the restaurant. We wow. were sitting in the corner, just the five of us by ourselves, just so much to Connect on and share on, and so it felt very edgy to be like, "Who up late out in the big city?" So, Ooh, yeah, it was a super special. And um, oh, how nice, Liz! That's, that's great. great, Liz. Yeah. That's great for you. Great
0: for all your friends. That's wonderful.
1: Yeah, everyone was surprised just how it just felt super special, uh, which was nice. So, okay, so the next night was then. That's when I was going to see the Alanis Morissette musical. Jagged Little Pill, which Mm -hmm. I told you guys about last week on the show. Yes. So if you want to get caught up a little bit in Alanis Morissette, in case you've lost track, there's a really interesting documentary that just came out about her. That's called Jagged. And uh, luckily someone had tipped me off to it. And it's a really good reminder of what a huge star she suddenly became at 19. You know, when when that album came out, it was unbelievable. Do you know Jagged Little Pill? It was owned by one in 10 Americans. It's the second best-selling album of all time by a woman. And yes wow. uh, I did know that. Yeah, yeah. no, that no. was
2: a huge, huge breakthrough album. Like it was really different. Uh, yes. It's one of my favorites. It just it just shook you to attention. Yeah, yes. that was a really groundbreaking album for a 19 year old Canadian. Yeah. yes. And so
1: do watch the, if you're thinking, what are they talking about? Watch <laughs> this documentary, because it's interesting to hear like the radio DJs and, remember, that's when radio existed to promote music. So anyway, so that was great. But what makes this show unusual, the musical, is most of these jukebox musicals, as they call them, the story of the musical is the story of the group or the artist. You know, it's Diana Ross or it's the Temptations, or you know, so the story is about the music and the artist. That's not what they did with Jagged Little Pill. It's actually an entirely original story written by screenwriter Diablo Cody, you know, who hmm. did Juno. And so <laughs> the story is like funny and dark. And the the star of the show is actually the mother in the story. It's about this family. And the mother is an actress played by an actress named Elizabeth Stanley. And she won both the Tony and the Grammy for this performance. So she's amazing. And so what the story does is it takes some of the themes from Alanis' life, which if you watch the documentary, you'll see some of it is sort of sexual exploitation when she was very young and on her own and so it creates an original story around that so it's not exactly a Christmas theme uh you know it's not not necessarily a show to take the youngins to but it was just super well done and it's also the first time I've ever been in the theater where there were two complete showstoppers and you know the word showstopper comes from the fact that the show stops like the the performance is so unbelievable that it's like standing o in the middle of the show happens twice in this show or happened wow twice, twice in the second act so um and one of course is probably her most famous song is uh you ought to know And Mm -hmm, yeah, so that was performed by an actress named Lauren Patton, who's not even in the core family. Anyway, so super great. Um, Very intense, very intense uh, show, but we loved it. Anyway, so then you have anyone who's ever been to the theater in New York knows it's when you get out of the theater when everyone pours out at the same time that it's like just it's another transportation challenge system. Yes. Okay, <laughs> now you took the horse-drawn carriage. Is what <laughs> you did? Yeah. No, Julie, they do have all those pedicabs now. Okay. You know, oh, the okay. So, but when you're going to 110th Street, it would take you like two hours in a pedicab to get up there. But they kept stopping in front of us. I can take you. I can, no, no, we're not. You're not taking us. We're not going in a pedicab to 110th. But there was just, yeah, there was uh, the, the subway. Obviously, I'd already bailed on the subway the night before. There no taxis. Forget it. Uber had like super surge pricing. So they oh. wanted 70 bucks to take us to. No, we're not doing that. And then all of a sudden, out of the mist, out of the mist, an M104 bus appear that goes all the way up Broadway to yeah. Public yeah. transportation. Unbelievable. Public transport. Bus. Just yeah. Whip out that Metro card And FYI, travel tip, the New York City buses now also just take Apple Pay. So you oh. can just use your phone. Yes, good tip. Thank right? my goodness, my gosh. Yes, that's amazing. So, so the, the bus started to go by the bus stop where we were standing because there was so much traffic. So Judy literally <laughs> ran out into the middle of the street. She's in the third lane of traffic and made the bus stop. So not only did the two of us get on but there were two other ladies a little older than us who had also just gotten out of the theater so the four of us were the only people on the bus and we're zooming up broadway because there's nobody standing at the stops at this hour anyway they would that was delightful so that was a big win the public transpo in new york uh really did bail us out of that situation so that's that then the next night uh that's when we went i went with another friend and our sister sheila to a performance of six. And, no, that was at 6 p.m. Again, as I mentioned last week, that meant we had to have our pre-theater dinner at four. So we had a 4 p.m. dinner reservation, but then the restaurant, Called my friend and said, "Could we come at three forty-five instead?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a perfect time, right? A perfect time to have dinner in the theater district. So, uh, so that was great. We had a great catch-up with Sheila. FYI, she's loving her job and she's loving her place where she lives and she's loving being closer to her daughter. So that was all super fun. Then, boom, we go to see uh, my friend Catherine and I go to see six, and it's super fun and it's only. 80 minutes long with no intermission. Love so that. Yeah. If that's what you're looking for. <laughs> this this is the girl power to one. You,
0: then that means you can be in bed by like right. by eight. 30. Julie yeah. by eight.
1: <laughs> yes. Eight. I, was home at, I was home at eight o'clock. Okay. <laughs> and then then just one more thing. So the next morning, three more women I went to college with. Came to the city. One from Boston. One was in from San Francisco, and another one just from the the suburbs. And we all got together for lunch, and the, the conversation at lunch, you know, time to get real, people. One of the one of my friends said, "Okay, let's all let's each talk about our pandemic peaks and pits. So mm. highlight, low light. So so we got into it. We, yeah." We, which felt great. And, you know, for, for one of these women going into marriage counseling was actually a peak. She talked about how great that turned out to be anyway. So I just went from one emotional highlight to another. It was really, really nice. So I am so happy. I went, you know, I almost bailed at the last minute because of the Omicron or whatever, but I exercised all the same cautions I would, you know, with the masking and the this and the that. And so I just say, whether it's, I don't know, whether it's New York City or the city near you or any sort of music performance, art performance that lifts your heart. Like, I didn't realize how much I needed it. And I really needed it and I got my holiday celebration on and I am super glad I did. Oh, just that's great to hear Liz. That's, that's fantastic. That's, yeah. yeah.
0: We're so happy Liz. Well deserved for you too. Yeah,
1: and you know how I mean New York City at Christmas time. It's hard to beat New York. I know right. I ju- I know I just said any city is good enough. It's not really true. It's York, not true. It. LA is <laughs> LA is not good.
2: It's, no. not good. it's no. it has terrible Christmas decorations. It's yeah. terrible. It, it's,
1: okay. the, fake sm- the fake snow just doesn't do it for me in LA. Just, it's terrible at a shopping mall. It is. New York is very crowded, though. So, you know, you just got, you got to be ready for that. But I was so happy to see so many people there, you know, like right. people just pouring in from all over to get their holidays on. So it was it, it was really great. So there you go. that is the right. holiday report in well, New York City. Well, Liz,
2: might I suggest then for Satellite Sisters listeners that maybe our Satellite Sisters holiday wrap party will be all you need to get that's your good. holiday on this weekend. Ooh, <laughs> go oh, our- that's right. Yes, that's going to be very festive. I can't wait. It will- It will be a live performance. There won't be any singing, but there will be some drink making. There will be some eating, some pate talk. And then we want to have you post your toast like you did last year. So this Sunday, December 12th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, we are doing our Satellite Sisters Holiday Rap Party on Facebook Live, right? Mm -hmm. So to participate, you should go join our Facebook group correct yes if correct.
1: you're part of the facebook group it will come up live on your screen um and you know we had lots and lots of people last year in the facebook live inside the facebook group and it's it's very fun but leanne you just said there were there will be no singing but julie just volunteered at the top of the show to <laughs> sing i i, I <laughs> also have some
0: bells at my house liz too so i cool. feel like
1: there needs to be a command performance of the, the sister who just claimed she's the caroler <laughs>
2: So it's a really good point. Liz. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So, Julie, because we haven't really produced this yet. So you're oh, on. Figure oh, that out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> um, but we will be making a drink. Do I wish I could tell you the name of the drink right now? I do because my son Colin was supposed to text me last night, the name of the drink. Uh, and he's asleep in the other room and I've been frantically texting him. Like I'm on the air live. Could you please text me the name of the flaming <laughs> drink? So
0: well, this worry. is dramatic. Maybe by the end of the show, he'll be up. Yeah. And let's yeah. hope, let's hope. Okay. So, uh, so we'll, we'll will... post
2: it when we get it, right? right? we'll Post it. It will be in pep talk. Uh, we'll spread it around. So, you know, the important thing is to put on your, you know, holiday festive holiday where Sunday, December 12th, 5.00 PM Pacific 8.00 PM. Eastern satellite sisters, holiday wrap party on Facebook live. Now, once we do it on Facebook live, if you can't make it live, it will, we will post it. Uh, it, you'll yeah. be able to watch it afterwards,
1: right? We'll share it on Instagram. We'll share it on our Facebook page, uh, which is open and, uh, we might even share it someplace else, but that's, well, that's, not, that's top secret, top secret, <laughs> not ready to announce that yet. <laughs> DVD. <Good> one, DVD. <laughs> we could just put it on our website too, if we knew how to do that. I'm sure we can figure that out in a week. It's, so it's harder
2: go. than you think. It's harder than you think. <laughs>
1: That's what I tell people anyway.
2: Okay. So that is this Sunday. We hope you join us for our Satellite Sisters holiday wrap party. This is year two. This is an exciting, this is an exciting new tradition. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we hope you're there and post your toast. We would like you look in the Facebook group, or you can email us hello at Satellite Sisters. If you have a holiday toast that you would like us to read during the wrap party, please let us know. We would love to do that. We did that last year and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So someone who has made a difference in your year or something you want to, uh, you know, say cheers to this year, we would love to hear that. So go ahead and do that over in the Facebook group. Um, all right, we're going to come back with some new stories, but first we want to thank a couple of sponsors here at Satellite Sisters. Free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com/sisters and use code Sisters to choose your free for a year offer. Plus, get twenty dollars off your first order. Thanks, Butcherbox. Okay, Sisters, I wanted to tell you about something really fun I did this week, and I thought it was going to be like a fun little story, and then all of a sudden it became like an international news event. So,
1: <laughs> okay, oh, really it's
2: unexpected. Okay. Living large. Well, as many people know, we're big supporters of the Olympics and Olympians, and we have been involved with the US Olympic Committee foundation. That is the foundation that raises money for the actual athletes for a couple of years now, since we went to Rio, uh, Liz and I went to Rio and then we stayed in touch and we've supported us athletes through the USOC foundation. Right. So, um, so occasionally we get invited to fun things and I got invited to an online dumpling making class, um, because the next winter Olympics, as everyone knows now, if you didn't know this Monday, you know, (laughs) now on Tuesday is in Beijing yeah OK, and it seems to have come up rather quickly again because they had to postpone the summer Olympics. And all of a sudden we have back to back Olympics. And it's a lot happening if you're uh, if you're trying to support the athletes financially. So they were trying to, you know, get people excited about that. So we had this wonderful dumpling making class with a world class dumpling maker uh, from from San Francisco. Uh, and, you know, who was on the dumpling making class was Mariah Nagasu, the bronze oh, the medalist. All oh, right. Yes. The okay. skater. Yes. So she's, you know, retired from skating. She just graduated from college. She's trying to figure out what to do with her life, but she was on making dumplings with us and answering our questions about what it's really like behind the scenes. And, you know, does it hurt to fall on the ice? We were asking her really insightful (laughs) questions like that. And it took two hours to make delicious dumplings. Now I will say this. I have never made Chinese dumplings and mine look like empanadas. And, uh, (laughs) okay. So,
1: Southern California style.
2: Okay. You have to start somewhere, Leanne. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rolling out the dough was really rough for me. To roll it out into perfect little mini circles, forget it. But it tasted delicious. So two hours later, we had this fun, uplifting you know yay let's go u.s athletes in beijing super fun and then the next day yesterday uh the u.s denounced that they're going to have a diplomatic boycott against the olympics in um in beijing the winter olympics that start in a couple of months i just feel i i I understand why it's happening i feel terrible for the athletes they're caught in the middle of this and it's just again and it's just And I get mad at the international Olympic committee. Yeah, right. It's not a great, not a great play to pick China. A lot of problems there. You know, (laughs) things are very tricky there. You're, you're asking a lot of the world community to support uh, games in a place where there's regularly human rights violations and no freedom of the press. So I just feel terrible that these athletes are caught in the middle of this diplomatic boycott. Now this is different than what happened in 1980, Right. You know, in this case, the athletes can go. It's just the U.S. is not going to send, you know, the vice president. They would normally send somebody, a, a diplomatic corps, right. uh, and they're not sending anybody. But they said the athletes can go. We will be rooting for them from home. It's not a problem. Remember, there are no, going to be no foreign visitors in at the Olympics Because anyway. they're still
0: dealing with COVID, right? Right, so they right. They still have very strict
2: regulations, sadly. Right. Right. So this is a diplomatic boycott. And also important to remember the U S government does not fund the Olympics in any way. So (laughs) that's what made athletes very mad about the 1980 boycott was we don't get any money from the government. How come you get to tell us whether to go or not? So I think this is the line they're trying to, the very narrow line they're trying to weave here, but I just feel terrible for these athletes who are in the middle of, you know, really the, the end stages of their training and qualifying for the team.
0: Right. I mean, so much hard work. And, you know, you would like them to be able to celebrate and celebrate on the world stage. Yeah. You know what, Leanne, this rolls right into the International News Roundup, because as soon as we announced the diplomatic boycott, the Chinese came right back. And you know what they said? They said, no one cares if the U.S. diplomats come. (laughs) That's what they said. Okay, well, so that is pretty darn hostile (laughs) at the same time. Remember, the uh, Women's Tennis Association, they announced uh, this week that they're not going to have any more tournaments in China until that they really are satisfied with what has happened with the Chinese tennis player Peng Shui. So uh, this I think
1: was really gutsy of them.
0: This is gutsy. They're a small organization. They've taken a very big stand. You know, other sporting organizations have not done the same. Right. Like and, the
2: IOC, the NBA. Right. Many, right. many.
0: And so this this is and also realize that Peng Shui, while she's an outstanding athlete, outstanding player, she's not like the marquee player for the Women's Tennis Association. You know, uh, I mean, yes, she would draw a crowd in China, but You know, I think it's great that they stood up for all of their athletes, regardless of their status, you know, or world ranking. So that was good. But yes, this certainly does um, cast a, a, you know, a a dim light on the Olympics. Uh, It's going to be sort of interesting to watch to see what happens. Hey, can we talk about Russia? Because that's in the news today. President Biden is on the phone with Vladimir Putin. And, you know, they uh, uh, Vladimir Putin has amassed large amounts of um, troops and sold Soldiers along the Ukrainian border, and the interesting thing for me is, as the resident, you know, Kremlinologist here at Satellite Sisters uh, and a Putin watcher for a a long time, is all the discussion about, like, I wonder what Putin is really going to do. Whether he's really going to invade Ukraine? Okay, Putin's been in power for twenty years. Like when he brings that many troops to a country, like to the you know border with Crimea, he invades the country. Okay, I mean. (laughs) You know, I mean, when he when he sort of perceives any kind of weakness, you know, you know, when he decided that he would prop up the Assad government in Syria, same thing. You know, he just mm. moves. I I'm just surprised that people are surprised. No surprised, Right? Questioning right. like what Putin is going to do. I think he has a long and very definitive record of you know wanting to reassert himself on the world stage and to uh, pressure those that don't agree with him into submission. Mm. So. Mm. I yeah. think that, and
1: Julie, can I just say, not not only are you our Kremlinologist, but you did live in Moscow for five years. Yes. For those who, yes, for those who yes. don't know that. So, you, right. So, been, I have
0: seen five. this. You know, I have seen him like destroy the international press. I have seen him harass, murder, you know, uh, Russian, uh, Russian reporters, you know, that, you know, watch this over the years. And so, I think, you know, he's pretty, you know, He's pretty definite when he about what he's doing. So i I don't think it should be a surprise if he takes you know, a more aggressive action for Ukraine. And I feel very badly for the people of Ukraine that don't deserve this kind of incursion. So, um, hey, we got to move on to Miramar. Uh, you know, now this is a country where, you know, for many years here on Satellite Sisters, one of our heroes, one of my heroes that I know for Liz as well, is Aung San Suu Kyi, the Nobel Prize winner. And she was always been such a large defender of democracy, you know, in more recent years, because she failed to stand up to some of the to the genocide associated with the Rohingya population in Cambodia, It's, you know, it's a much more complicated figure. But once again, she has been sentenced to prison. Uh, She, you know, she has been sentenced to four years in prison, but she has more charges against her, which could lead to up to 104 years in prison. And what was she
1: sentenced for, Julie? The two
0: major areas, one was for uh, for um, uh, breaking uh, covid regulations. And Mm -hmm. uh, the other one is for incitement that she was there's still a military. Military Junta running that government, and that she was seen as an opposition, still seen as an opposition leader to this military uh, government. So mm-hmm. that's one to watch. Uh, so not a lot of happy news there, sisters. But one story that did uh, catch my eye that uh, I think we can all at least relate to, I don't agree with what, let me get his name right, Guido Russo did. He's a dentist in Italy. Okay. And he was trying to get around the vaccine mandate in Italy. And so he went online to Amazon uh, and for 416 uh, euros, he bought a prosthetic arm and he took that to the vac- vaccine. Are, are you kidding me? No. So he had, uh, he had oh a fake arm land. Okay. And it was, uh, you know, he paid a lot of money for it. So it was a pretty good looking <laughs> plastic arm but a very smart nurse who was about to give him the injection just said hey this doesn't look right okay
1: (laughs) i'm sure when she put the needle in you can kind of tell he just said
0: the skin the tone skin tone was not right okay before she even got to injecting with the vaccine so now dentist guido russo his he said his life is ruined okay because uh because he wouldn't get the vaccine Okay, just get the vaccine. The vaccine, Guido.
1: Oh. I know. Wow. Just, I've been thinking you could get away with that. That's, yeah.
0: That yeah. Allowed. I don't know. I mean, it's just a shot. Okay. That's all it is. Okay. Uh, so that's it. So some interesting stories from around the world.
1: Okay. Well, I have one story I wanted us to catch up on Um and that is the story of what's up with Tiger Woods lately. You know, he did his first press conference last week. It was as part of a, you know, a tournament he, he sponsors every year. But because of my own aforementioned leg injury at the beginning of the year, I've been following closely what I call the celebrity leg busts of 2021. Yeah. So that's pretty much Tiger. It's Ashley Judd. It's Brooke Shields. It's, you know, <laughs> even though even though I know that emotionally, it is totally not healthy for me to track my progress against others, especially other, you know, celebrity leg busts where who knows what resources they have. I have been paying close attention, but especially to Tiger. Um, I I knew him early in his career. And I thought, well, if anyone can climb back from something like this, it's someone like uh, Tiger Woods. So, you may recall that in late April he shared that smiling photo of himself on crutches with his yes. dogs, bugs, and yeah. I was I was skeptical, right? Because yes, you yeah. were. Though, you were but, mad.
0: You were more than skeptical, Liz. You were mad. So I bitter Just say it, Liz. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I want him to to heal, of course. But it was just I couldn't help but compare where he was pretending to be to where I was at that time. And his, his accident was a month after mine anyway. So I'm going to give you now, now that I've watched every single Tiger Woods press conference from last week, this is a sort of compare and contrast where we are the same and where we are different. Okay. Okay. All right.
0: Take it away, Liz. Let's see.
1: We are the same in that both of us busted up our legs earlier this year. The difference is that mine was the left and his was the right. And I will admit, his injuries were worse. Okay. So, um, so that's where same, different, same. He said in these press conferences that he was immobilized, completely immobilized for three to five months. So same there. The difference is that he said he laid in bed with a golf club and what he said working on his hands, I don't even know what that means, golfers. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? But he's like, he had people throwing things to him and trying to keep trying to keep working on his hands. So he's laying in bed with a golf club. I, Liz Dolan, was laying in bed watching Shits Creek on the TV. Liam <laughs> and then Colin installed for me. That was sort of- okay. So you had a remote control. He had a golf club. Okay, <laughs> that's true, Julie. My handwork was with the remote control. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Uh, where we are the same. He said in these interviews, he now has what he called a hitch in his giddy up. And I would say same here. Same here, especially in the morning. Leon, I had dinner with you a couple of weeks ago. You saw I can walk. But yeah. There's a little there's a little hitch in my giddy up. Yeah. Um, but I'm up and about, you know, except early in the morning where just that's tough. The difference is now that he's walking, he said he realized how big his house was and I realized how small mine was (laughs) that because basically for a while there there were only two rooms that I had access to but he's realized that maybe I don't know what's his house 20,000 square feet 30,000 square feet maybe when you got a hitch and a giddy up that feels like a long way anyway so where we are the same he said he can walk on flat ground but has trouble going up and down so the difference is, you know, as I established with my subway story, yeah, I'm also not good on the going up and down, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't attempt to wear silver snakeskin boots when he goes <laughs> up and down. So I did, I thought that was brave of me, even though it didn't work. It anyway. uh, The same, he said he can get outside and move around now. So very happy to hear that. Uh, same for me. It makes a huge difference when you can just get outside and move under your own power. The difference is. For him, it includes chipping and putting, sisters. <laughs> so, you know, I have no chipping and putting in my game. I, I'm just I'm just happy to be able to walk my dog Hooper around the block without falling down. One funny thing, though, is he did say, like, so he was chipping and putting on his home golf course, but he realized he can't get the balls out of the hole oh. because, because he, can't, he can't reach over and... Um, you know, get them out of the hole. So he had to call for help. So anyway, so he's returned to the golf course and I've returned to the kitchen cooking with Liz. Hoo Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the big, big same. Um, he said he doesn't have to compete against the best players in the world anymore to have a great life. And I'd say me neither tiger. No, we are <laughs> very, very similar that way. Uh, But most of all, he said that he's healing more slowly than he expected, but he's confident he'll get there, but it's many months away. And I would just say, same, same, same. Anyway, did you guys watch any of the press conference or the coverage of this? Just a little bit, just a little, just enough. Yeah, Yeah. just enough. You know what, you know what amazed me, Leanne, is that even after he said all of these things, Still, people asked, so so when are you coming back? Yeah, it, it was just stupid. Yeah.
2: No, oh, stupid. I, you know, maybe he's going to play. A, I heard a lot of speculation. Oh, he's going to play a couple of tournaments here. I don't think that's what he said. Yeah, he no, there's no way he yeah. said. <laughs> like, he said he likes watching his son play golf tournaments now. Like he said, that's what he enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah,
1: it was, it was, there's a lot of denial
2: in the coverage list. Totally I'll agree with that.
1: They said, yeah. he said, really, I'm not, I will never be able to compete at the elite level again. It, the way he put it, Julie, he said, I have climbed Mount Everest before. I am not going to be able to climb Mount Everest again. Okay. But to yeah. me, that's pretty obvious. Right. I, I, I mean, what, what do you want the guy to say? He's a killer competitive. That's the closest he's ever going to get to saying, I can't do this anymore. But then they asked him, so are you coming to- next year? It's the 150th anniversary of the-, of the British Open. What do you think? You're going to make it? And I was like screaming, like, were you people not listening to me? he <laughs> can't even walk to the kitchen from you his giant house. No, he's going to be able to do the course at the British Open. He said at one point is 50-50. They were going to have to amputate his leg. Right. Yeah. I, heard- I read that. Oh, so. my God. Anyway, so so. Good work, Tiger. I'm with you, man. We have so much more in common than I ever thought. Just so so much more in common. You're
0: going to be pen pals
1: or something? Yeah. Well, now I'll work on the Ashley Judd and Brooke Shields rundowns. Okay, that's good. That's
2: good, Liz. (laughs) Well, this sounds very healthy, Liz. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing what I can. I was going to just make a joke that our sponsor this week is BetterHelp, and you might want to think about it. That's all.
1: All right. You think that might be a better use of my I don't know emotional, emotional energy?
0: I, I have no, no. Well, it was a very thorough analysis, Liz. Yes. I mean, that's for sure. Okay. Good
1: work. Okay, good. Thank you, Julie.
2: All right, we're coming back. We're coming back with uh, you know, a investigative report on what hairdressers really think about you. Also, Julie's gonna talk about some crime busting candle situation and we have entertaining sisters. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame Leon, aren't there? See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Okay, we are back. A um, couple of things. First of all, I had a really nice book signing this week at Fromman's. It was super fun to be. It was super fun to be in person. It was super lively. It's great to see an indie bookstore like Romans thriving, uh, such an important part of our community, like your indie bookstore is an important part of your community. I want to thank Satellite Sisters listeners, Margaret and Karen, for coming to the book signing. It was really nice to meet you in person. Margaret has been listening for 20 years since our KABC days, and Karen's a relatively new listener, but she's a special ed teacher. And she said it's been a really, really tough year, and she's really, really appreciated our podcast for helping her get through this very tough year. Karen, it was very touching for me to meet you. Thank you for coming to the book signing. So nice. Yeah, it was super nice. I mean, there were lots of people there, but uh, Margaret and Karen, I just wanted I Mary. Thank you, Mary. I just wanted to to thank listeners for coming. Um, You know, I just want to mention too, my next book is Coming out in April. And I'm going to try not to beat people over the head with Lost and Found in Paris. On the other hand, there are some fun opportunities, and I'm going to mention a few things because you wrote it and this is my podcast. <laughs> but there is a Good Reads giveaway happening right now. So if you are a Goodreads member and you want to get an advanced copy of Lost and Found in Paris, you have to until the 9th to enter the giveaway. I don't have any control over the giveaway. I can't do anything. This is not run by me. It's run by the Goodreads and the publisher, but um, you do need to enter by December 9th. So there's a link in the show notes. There's a link uh, on all the social media platforms that we have and that I have as an author. So just look around or go to Goodreads and uh, and search um, Lost and Found in Paris giveaway and i just want to mention too that um it was mentioned it was listed on the 66 must reads for 2022 lost and found in paris from zibby books so it got a really big boost last week um wow oh, good for you, Lane. thank yeah. you yeah. Yeah. it really meant a lot over at KatieCurickMedia.com, uh they zibby owens is their book person and she has a she's a big book influencer and has her own um imprint now and so i was very happy that she included lost and found in paris on her list of books to must reads for 2022 made me super duper happy it was a real surprise great so that's a little book news
0: uh goodreads giveaway lost and found in Paris all very oh, excited well can we talk I have some candle news for you sure. sister yes okay. please. this was I, a business uh, re- report I saw a woman in Florida Allison Laurie um she uh she is a big enthusiast of bath and body works candles you know those places that are in every mall right bath yeah. and body works they make they for three decades they've been making highly scented candles you know and they're affordable and they're a quick pick pick me up well anyway she is really quite a fan of these she has a whole room in her house devoted to her candles uh but uh yes really? okay but it goes like really? Yes okay. it goes on but on uh, this past week they had a special sale where you can buy one of their three wick candles for 1025 which is a 60% off Whew. yeah so she and her boyfriend uh, and her fiance he's now her fiance they're first in line I love this 430 a.m in Boca Raton Florida they went to three different locations that day they had she has 221 new candles to add to her collection. Okay. Now, I know you're thinking, wow, that seems crazy. Why would you want that many bath and bed body um, uh, candles? But it is a thing. In fact, while I was doing my research for this story, I happened to notice in another area of Florida, three women were arrested on grand larceny for trying to steal $45,000 worth of candles. From from Bath and Body Works. Okay. Really? It's a thing. All right. People love these candles and they come out with new scents like that have names like Twinkling Nights or Underwater Oasis. Okay. And people want them. They want they, they just smell great. And some people like Allison, she's a really big fan. So you know her house must really smell great. Right. <laughs> Our sister Monica, who has a lot of allergies, right. would not be able to go visit Allison. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Have you seen the lines of people? Lining have,
2: up for the. Yeah. I have, yeah. Yes. I mean, it is amazing, and I, I, I can't go in there because it does make me sneeze. It's just too much. It's too much um, olfactory sense sensations. I can't go <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. But um, I'm surprised when you're at the mall and you see lines out the door, people People waiting, love love these. Yeah. I know they have an annual Candle Day, for instance, and so mm-hmm. maybe that's what it was. But yeah, I'm always surprised by what is going on because, like in some malls, it's the only store that's still in business, bath, right. bath and Body Works, but it's a very
0: popular store. Right? They have this is the secret to their success are these candles. People love them, and it you know they're affordable and it's a quick pick me up. I'm thinking about
2: the forty thousand dollars of stolen candles. Though, like, how do you? What do you? Do you? I, well, the
0: minivan. How do you do that? I don't know. But this is. I just you heard it here first on Satellite Sisters. Okay, Bitcoin. It's over. Scented <laughs> candles. That's what you need to get into. I believe that this uh-huh. is going to be the next big thing. Okay.
1: Okay. It's a good heads up, Joel. <laughs> I wouldn't, it wouldn't have done. You're
0: laughing now, Liz. You're
1: laughing now, but okay.
0: People are risk of going to prison to buy it, to steal these candles, Liz. There's something there. (laughs) Okay. Right. Well,
2: this investigative report is about on along the same lines as Julie's investigative report, but it involves hairdressers. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. So this, uh, I saw this headline, you know, I'm going to click on it from Buzzfeed about what your hairdresser wants you to know. And apparently it started as a Reddit thread. So that's even better because it's just hairdressers complaining about us. And so fantastic. But you know, this is the season when we're going in, we're getting our hair done. We're leaving a holiday tip. So I thought I would pass along a few of these things that your hairdresser wants you to know, but I'd like to do it in what I imagine to be their attitude when they posted on Reddit. Okay.
1: Oh, oh, so we're (laughs) going to get some voice acting here. Oh, good. All right. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Here's something your hairdresser wants you to know. Don't ask me to take an inch off all over and then say, we can go from there. If I want more, that's like asking me to do two haircuts. Come on. Okay. Okay. Noted. Fair Good. Enough. Noted. Fair Good. enough. Okay. 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 Here's one. I hadn't even thought about this, but apparently it's an issue. If we are done with the cut, please don't help with removing the hair. You're not removing it. You're actually
0: making it worse by patting it into your clothes, sticking it to your skin, and letting it fall into your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? I've never checked my shoes. I didn't even know who there was what? hair there
1: i've never okay. helped no i'm not tempted to help they get out the, they get out the blow i leave that to them
2: yeah why do you care if our hair is in our shoes hairdresser okay right <laughs> here's one here's one i like 99 percent of the time i can't hear you when blow drying it's bloody impossible to have a conversation when blow drying so and especially with our masks so stop talking to me when i'm blow drying <laughs> okay okay, okay. That's good right that's good looking. <laughs>
1: okay
2: all right okay how about this one always clean your ears before a haircut you oh oh okay.
0: Yeah. okay
2: i don't
1: even need to say anymore do i julie about no, waxy no. Yankee ears no, oh, okay oh, oh, clean oh, oh. Ears. okay so that never dawned on me well not but that they would yes of course you better
0: write all write everything down yeah.
2: <laughs> all right okay with two more uh this one is from a hairdresser whose handle is suki pookie uh please remember we are human we have lives and families too so sometimes we're a little less happy it's not that we hate you maybe we just lost someone close to us or going through a breakup working when you know that any moment you'll get a call saying someone died is making it hard to be super cheery we don't have to share those things okay sookie yeah, pookie
1: yeah. <laughs> wow okay no, all right I can understand okay it's hard
2: it's hard to be up all the time yeah, yeah. it's hard to be up all the time uh just seems like maybe she has some stuff to work out uh no. too.
0: Okay. And your dog too. Your dog is working out. I know. This is okay. I don't know. I, I closed all the doors and I know it's all right. We'll open them. She's that's worked up about say. the hairdresser comments. Okay, keep going. Okay. Probably some delivery okay. at your door.
2: This is the last one, and I think this is important. Well, that's what they say in the quote. Finally, and this is important. Do not moan while we wash your hair. Just don't. <laughs>
1: all right okay okay I think that's for men mainly well have either of you ever I mean for as much as I enjoy uh you know a good like head massage during the hair washing at a salon would never dawn on me to moan have you ever moaned (laughs) no no No, okay all right good try
0: to stay well behaved okay yeah
2: no so now you know now you know you heard it from the hairdressers themselves
0: all right, we have a couple of entertaining sister things. Is that where we're at here? Oh, yeah, yes, Jill, you had a movie. Just a quick but, uh, but really firm recommendation uh, for the... Um, it's on HBO Max. It's the biopic called King Richard. And this is about Richard Williams, who is the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Will Smith plays him in this biopic. It is outstanding. I would highly recommend it. You don't need to, like... be a tennis player or be interested in tennis but it is the story of one family of a remarkable family when you consider they they had two you know world champions there um i I just highly recommend it venus and serena williams are the producers they only agreed to be the producers after they saw the finished product um, and I think a lot of us may have gotten um, Richard Williams, who was kind of a controversial character, we may have gotten him wrong. This is a, the, his story, and the media always portray, portrayed him as being somewhat you know, out of control, and uh, mm-hmm. I think you will really like it. It's called King Richard. It's on HBO Max.
1: I'm okay. really looking forward to seeing it. Yes,
0: I would, I would recommend Same.
1: Yeah, people say will smith is a lock for an an oscar nomination for this and uh he's always worth seeing yes right
2: um okay well i want to recommend another holiday movie over there on on netflix last week i recommended one with castle in the title that starred brick shields and i just like to remind people these are not uh, Oscar worthy vehicles. Okay. It's <laughs> <These> are <laughs> holiday entertainment. Okay. This is holiday entertainment. And generally you can just have it running in the background while you're making cookies, things like that. Okay. Just, <laughs> just want to be clear. Okay. So this one is along that way. I did laugh out loud several times. It's called single all the way on Netflix. It has a fantastic cast. It's a fun holiday rom-com. Uh, it centers around a, a young gay man. He goes home to his family's house in New Hampshire for Christmas from LA. He brings his roommate. Cause they're always bugging him. Like, why doesn't he have a partner? Why doesn't he have a partner? And it turns out the roommate is is the love of his life. And I'm not giving anything away because that's the point. It's a holiday <laughs> rom-com. But the cast is fantastic. Jennifer Coolidge plays like the crazy aunt. Kathy Najimy is the mom who's trying to fix him up. And her name is Carol. And so she in December, she likes to be called Christmas Carol. And that made me laugh. Oh, that's uh, a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some characters from Shit's Creek you're going to recognize there. Barry Bostwick plays the dad. Uh, and the young couple is played by Michael Urie and Philemon Chambers. So it's just super fun and charming. And there's some genuinely funny, funny moments. There are two like disaffected teen girls that I enjoyed a lot. So <laughs> it's called single all the way over on Netflix. Worth a look, worth a look. It's fun. Okay. Good tip, Leanne. Yeah. Uh all right. Um, anything else? Anybody have anything else? I think well,
1: is- I'm just really next week's show, you know, is Oh, our, Liz. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's our final show of the year. And we asked you to post in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group or on Instagram using the hashtag sisters Look what I did, 2021. Just like your observations of your year and the things you did, we are overwhelmed by the thoughtfulness of the posts, by the things that you shared with us and each other. It's really, it's really unbelievable to read what everyone has been through on the high side and the low side. And so I think we're just doing the whole show about that, right, Liam? Yeah. Producer-
2: You're right. I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, Liz, some have been just super fun and sweet and able to poke fun at yourself. You know, shout out, shout out to the Christmas cookie one. It was just some really bad Christmas cookies. (laughs) That was great. But then also really emotional, huge life transitions in 2020, 2021 that are playing out now. So really sort of a, it's just a wide range, uh, very moving, very moving. Thank you for posting. And so continue to post, please use the hashtag, uh, sat sisters. Look what we did. Look what I did, what I did. 2021. Sad sisters, look what I did, 2021. So we can find your posts when we're um, reviewing them. But that is going to be our show next week. We're just going to be talking. Going to be
0: very special,
2: yes.
1: Yeah, very special holiday special. Yeah,
2: yeah. So we're looking forward to that, and of course, then uh, our holiday wrap party on Sunday so uh that's it i want to thank thanks to our sponsors and thanks to you who make this whole thing work because you support our sponsors and the sponsors support us and that's how we're able to do satellite sisters the podcast so thank you uh big thanks to Sergio Enriquez who was our engineer thank you Sergio and to Emily Loudermilk who is our graphic designer uh Emily has always makes us laugh with her uh, designs. If you want to see Emily's work for Satellite Sisters, the best way to do that is to either subscribe to Pep Talk, which is our newsletter. You can find a subscription link over at SatelliteSisters.com or follow us on Instagram at Sat Sisters. Uh, All right. Our to-do list. Liz, I'm just doing what you said. Tonight, I'm going to a live theater event that will make me feel good and feel joyful. I'm going to see Head Over Heels. It's the Go-Go's jukebox musical uh Fine. that's playing capacity to play house and it got terrific reviews in the la times they said it was on broadway and they said they fixed a lot of stuff that was not working on broadway but again it's 80 minutes no intermission love it <laughs> okay <laughs> perfect
1: love it celebration
0: <laughs> jewel what about you Okay, well, you may not know this, Liam, because you're the youngest in the family, but Grandfather Dolan was a big tipper. He liked to tip everyone, and when he tipped people, he used to say, light a candle. And of course, he was referring, because he was Catholic, he was referring to the the votive candles um, that are in the Catholic Church. But I think this is a good time of the year to, A, to really acknowledge people that are in our lives, you know, to tip where you can, to... Uh, to show your appreciation and also to light a candle and to remember others that, um, you know, where the holidays may be, uh, maybe you know, a hardship for them that either they have lost someone or they can't be with their loved ones. Um, so that's going to be my to do for this week to light a candle. Very nice. Oh,
1: that's so nice. <laughs> You know. Okay, this is Liz. I'm going to light up my kitchen. So this is this was upon review of last week's vid, last year's uh, holiday wrap party. I realized there was a whole holiday lighting scheme I had going on in the Cooking with Liz kitchen that looked very special for the holiday wrap party. So I'm going to have to figure out, you know, either find those lights, get some new lights. I but I need to like up the Cooking with Liz kitchen game. And uh, I have between now and Sunday to do that. So uh, you can look forward to staying with us. Light up my kitchen. Or my All right. set, as I think of it now. More, <laughs> Your set.
0: Set. set. Of course she does. That's, <laughs> that's, that's so much, Liz, right there. Okay. Okay. All right, sisters. Hey,
2: have a great week. You too, Leah. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.